Welcome, Talking Fight fans. It's me, one and only, your host of Blood, Sweat, and Boxing, Jay Velez. Today, we I will be bringing you some action-packed thrillers from last night's fights. Everything that we do, it's uh, basically towards these smaller local events, and that's where I was at last night. Last night's event was uh, brought to you by our friends at Box Lab Promotions in association with Orlando Boxing Promotions and Orlando Boxing over at the Caribbean uh, Royale Hotel. This, uh, this uh, last night's fight, it was uh, 10 fights and opening the night was a female lightweight, 135 pounder, Shamara Woods, fighting out of Orlando, Florida in her pro debut. So happens that when we were walking in the event, we were a little late. You know, I was always told that uh, media personality should be there before, before the fighters and before anybody else. But we were late, we made it. So Shamara Woods, as we were walking in, I was, astounded at her performance. I had to stand there for a few minutes just to watch her. Her movement, her flow, it was beautiful. She definitely has skills and it being her pro debut, it seemed like she had way more experience than what you see on paper. Her amateur background, uh, you know, she had about 36 fights in her amateur background and uh, one 30 and the loss about six. I could be incorrect. Uh, hopefully we will get her on the show very shortly in the next uh, few days. We do. Uh, we did get her contact information. I mean, that's what we go to these fights for. She boxed beautifully in the middle of the first round. She did knock, out, knock down her opponent, Sarah Click, uh, towards the end of that first round. She knocked her down with a straight right hand that caught her off guard and she went to the canvas. She beat the 10 count. She was able to get up. And in her four round fight, she ended up knocking her down one more time before receiving the unanimous decision victory. She is now one and oh, and I'm really looking forward to uh, continuing to see this uh, young fighter. She has a beautiful story. A beautiful story to tell. Uh, these are the types of stories that many boxers have of, of, of hard times in life, poverty, um, and they turn to boxing in order to, you know, move away from from that type of life. And she is doing it. So kudos to her. And you know, we we we, we loved her fight. Secondly. This unknown local fighter, first time I laid eyes on him, definitely skilled. His name is Dane Smichael, fighting out of Orlando, Florida, 1-0 with 1KO. He fought, his opponent was Angel Vasquez from Springfield, Massachusetts at the light heavyweight division of 175 pounds, 
and this was a four-round fight. It was apparent from the beginning that Smichael, his skills were way levels way above his opponent. And from the very beginning, he was just turning, turning, turning his opponent. Even the referee had to jump in there and kind of tell Smichael, hey, you need to stop turning your opponent every time you turn him. He, he's not basically he's not quick enough to catch up with you and you could catch him with a with a punch uh, that would come out of nowhere and and you could hurt the guy so it's all about you know the sport it's all about the excitement it's all for the fans but at the same time we have to make sure that these fighters are safe in that ring it's one of the toughest sports out there in the four rounds, he, he looked real good. His, his skill set was obvious. Level, like I said, levels above uh, his opponent. And this is a young man to watch. His name, once again, is Dane Smichael. Now he is 2-0 with two knockouts. Moving on. And this is, I always love when fighters come into the ring with these crazy ring attires. Uh, you have J Jonathan Cortez in the lightweight division, 100, uh, super lightweight, 140-pound division, fighting Paul Amaro for four rounds. Jonathan Cortez, he is a local, one of the local favorites that grew up through the amateurs with all these young guys that came out of Orlando, Florida, and they're all kind of climbing in the ranks together. So Jonathan Cortez, he walked out the ring with a Dragon Ball Z outfit. He even had the goggle and everything. That was pretty cool. Uh, seems like Dragon Ball Z is really out there in the boxing field. And a lot of these boxers could relate to Dragon Ball Z. All they do is train. All they do is fight. Even through their losses, they learn and they get stronger, stronger, and stronger. So. As previously mentioned, it's some sort of an analogy as well. He came out with his with, with, with his Dragon Ball Z outfit, looked pretty cool. I, I was a Dragon Ball Z fan growing up. I even got an article back in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, where they were asking me what was my favorite uh, cartoon growing up, and that was Dragon Ball Z. But this is not about me. It's about Jonathan Cortez. Definitely started a little slow in the first round. It, it could be that he was cold. could be that it, he was studying his opponent. Started off a little slow. I did give that first round to Paul Morrow. I don't know if telepathically he heard me say he needs to uh, get, get, get on the ball. You only got four rounds. You really can't leave this to the judges. So you got you know he he had to get on his opponent he had to get on uh, Paul Amaro and which he did as soon as he started breaking a sweat he started letting his hands go he started throwing those combinations throwing those beautiful uppercuts and hooks to the body where he definitely hurt Amaro to the body and uh, later in those rounds uh, he ended up getting the victory he looked pretty good he is a uh, diamond in the rough but just like any stone found out in the wild 
you have to chip away at it and buff it and it will become a precious stone. Moving forward, I want I want to discuss maybe just maybe he should have been the main event. I was told that he would have been uh, the co the co-feature uh, but he ended up being the eighth fight in this bout. Super welterweight at 154 pounds fighting for six rounds. The local favorite, Giovanni Errayo Estela versus Saul Coral from Sonora, Mexico. Giovanni Estela, he, he was coming into the ring at 10 and 0 with three knockouts. He definitely put on a spectacular performance. He is that fighter that fans want to see. Action-packed, punches and bunches. This young, humble fighter feeds off of his fans, friends, and family that are always in attendance and support of this uh, young young champion. Um, he, he is right now working on he only has 10 fights well now he has 11 fights 11 fights one with three knockouts it is it was his eighth fight his eighth local fight in orlando but where better to be than close to your friends and family your moral support the people that give you the energy to fight on at times in the fight you will see him kind of slowing down. As soon as his fans started cheering, Rayo, Rayo, Rayo. I mean, it was just like a boost of energy, exactly like his name, El Rayo. Like they were shooting lightning at him, giving him the energy and strength to power through his opponent. It went all six rounds in a unanimous decision victory, which I have some clips, by the way. I put a little video together. Uh, actually, my media team kind of helped me out with that because all I do is talk. I, I have, you know, got people for that. So uh, they've done a pretty good job with putting all this together, and I will be putting it out there shortly in the maybe in the next couple hours or uh, possibly by tomorrow. But you will be seeing it. And... And through my Instagram at uh, uh, Blood, Sweat, and Boxing, you will see some you know shorts and, and reels that I've already posted from last night's fights. He is electrifying, a fan favorite. As soon as his bout was won, he went to the back. The whole place, the whole pavilion just emptied out. And while... The co-main event, the ninth fight of the night was going on. All you heard was shouts. All you heard was applause. And all you heard was his friends, family, and support system just cheering on in the back. I mean, I even told the guy that was sitting next to me, like, it seems like the party's out there. But luckily, I had Jetsenia Negron part of Blood, Sweat, and Boxing and Talk and Fight. Uh, walking out there and doing uh, the interviews and and capturing that moment. It was it was a beautiful moment to watch, and 
everybody, all fighters should should have that type of support. And the ones that don't, there there's always people out there that will support you and uh, you will always win your fans uh, if you stay humble uh, and hungry. One fight that was uh, kind of disappointing because it was an upset, it was the main event, uh, Cruiserweight. It was a Cruiserweight bout. Adrian Pinheiro fight, uh, was a Polish fighter fighting out of Orlando, Florida on an eight-round fight versus Demetrius Banks. Demetrius Banks is one of those Detroit fighters. Adrian Pinheiro, 10-0, one draw, nine KOs. Definitely has the power. Definitely had the size, reach advantage. He was in shape. He looked like the better, stronger fighter. But, but, just like we always saying, you're not punching a punching bag in that ring. The other opponent, he has two hands and will always have the puncher's luck of the draw. In the very first round, Adrian Pinheiro seemed like he had absolute full control of that round, where he was the aggressor, he was the one marching forward, popping his jab, making the other fighter, Demetrius Banks, miss pretty much all his all his punches since Pinheiro had the reach and height advantage. Pinheiro then moves Demetrius Banks towards the ropes. They continuously fight. They're fighting, fighting, throwing punches. Both of them are slipping punches. Both of them are hitting, missing at that moment. And out of nowhere, Demetrius Banks throws a short right hand that caught Adrian Pinheiro off guard. One of those flash punches that you don't see coming. And those are the punches that for the majority of the time, will knock you down. Again, it's, it's boxing is life. Boxing is definitely life. You could only prepare from what you know is coming. You could only get ready for those moments in life that you know that are coming. But what you can't get ready for is the unforeseen, the unknown. And that's what's scary about all this. Boxing, you really don't know what's going to happen until it happens. So he caught him clean, square, in the jaw, flash knockout. Pinheiro was hurt. He was hurt on, on, on the canvas. The referee started counting, but he most likely, I wasn't up there, but he most likely looked in Pinheiro's eyes, saw that he could not continue, and it did not make the 10 count. He ended up stopping the fight about five, six seconds into the count. This was definitely an upset. Nobody seen Demetrius Banks win this fight. Nobody expected it. But it's the luck of the draw. You got the puncher's chance. He took his chance and he won. Now Demetrius Banks, he's 13 and 
12 with six knockouts. 13, 12 with six knockouts. I don't know if this will be some a fight that will propel him, will give him that that newfound hunger in order to continue moving up the ranks. I don't know. You know, this is one of those fighters that they bring in for 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 prospects to fight and we 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 definitely don't know where his mind is at that we don't know if he's just going to take this win and run and continue on with what he's been doing or he's going to take this win and start building and start wanting to climb up the ranks we don't know um hopefully we get to see Demetrius Banks again against another future prospect pretty good strong a sturdy fighter that will give any one of these fighters a challenge. And hopefully any future cruiserweight moving up gets to fight this fighter, uh, Demetrius Banks. Hopefully they, they'll, they'll be more careful next time. We don't know the condition of Adrian Pinheiro. We don't know how he, is he doing right now. All I know that he did get up from the canvas. He was checked out by the ringside physician um, and later sat down on the on the bench and attended to. We don't know how this will affect him in his future fights. What we do know is after a fighter loses, it's, it's not boxing. It's, I, I'm not going to say that if you got a loss, you won't be able to become champion. I'm not going to say that. And you look at the UFC and all that, a lot of these fighters, you know, they got multiple losses and still become champions. But in boxing, it really does a number on your mental state of mind. It, it, it takes away that confidence that you once had until you find it again. And I hope that Adrian Pinheiro recuperates from this loss. He moves on and he finds himself again and starts working on climbing the ranks. Again, he's a pretty good fighter, good skill set, tall, lengthy, strong, crowd favorite. He's been uh, training out of Orlando, Florida for quite some time. So it, it, it'll be up to him uh, to see, you know, if he wants to continue in the boxing in his boxing career and uh, where he will go from there needless to say i am definitely looking forward to continuing showing up to these smaller events these are the guys that companies like talk and fight and blood sweat and boxing should be going to these are the guys that are up and comers these are the future of boxing and platforms like ours are the ones that necessary to propel and boost these fighters into the stratosphere. I will be going to these events more often. Definitely, it's it, it, it was a great experience and looking forward to showing up. And not just for Box Lab, you have Box Light, you have undis undisputed promotions down in Florida. 
in Georgia, you got several promotional companies that I will be attending since I live in Atlanta, Florida, Atlanta, Georgia. Sorry about that. So you will be seeing me a lot more in these fights. So tune in next week on the Friday night panel where I will be a guest alongside with Mike, Tim Weatherspoon, and Graham. And also tune in Sundays at 12 p.m. on Blood, Sweat, and Boxing. You can also follow me on Instagram at Blood, Sweat, and Boxing, Twitter. You can just look me up as, you know, my name, Jay Velez. And hope to see you soon, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.